About three weeks ago, Tyree Nichols was beaten by police, and he died. The video has now been everywhere. Most Americans have seen at least part of it. Brad Garrett is ABC News' crime and terrorism analyst. He is with us from Washington this afternoon. Brad, good afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome, Jeff. I want to ask you about this unit that was involved. It was called the Scorpion Unit. It's now been disbanded. Tell us about the Scorpion Unit. What have you been able to discover about what this unit did and how they functioned? So I think originally the the goal of the Scorpion Unit was to try to reduce the violence in certain parts of Memphis. Now, Memphis historically is a violent place. It has a, a very big homicide rate, and it's got a really big one this year. And so I think they decided if we put a unit on the street to intervene to try to look for guns, drugs, and bad guys, um, you know, that have warrants on them, whatever it might be, that the theory, quote unquote, would be to maybe we can reduce the homicide rate or some other violent crime. The problem, obviously, is is the way the Scorpion unit, at least obviously what we saw on video, and I'd be surprised if there hasn't been other versions of that in other car stops or other interactions with people on the street, in particular if they don't obey what the officers tell them to do, which clearly happened in reference to Tyree. None, of course, justifies what happened to him. But uh, I think that's what you I think that was the goal. But clearly doing what they did is sort of creates the opposite effect. I mean, you can't solve homicides in a, in a in certain parts of the city unless the people help you. Now, that's the last thing uh, that folks want to do that live in some of these tough neighborhoods is to work with the police. Brad, they may go by different names, but are there similar units in other big cities in America? Yeah, and Yes. And historically, there's been a lot of them. Uh, LAPD, uh, there's been various iterations of them in NYPD. Maybe the most recent one was the stop and frisk unit that were stopping people. They would go out and just stop people on the street, end up, you know, shaking them down, sometimes find guns, sometimes find uh, 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 drugs, money, whatever it might be. So, again, if you ha- if you look, does any of that actually reduce the violent crime rate? I mean, there might be arguments that if you seize a lot of guns, it might reduce the numbers a little bit. But it's it's at a big price of what I mentioned earlier. If you're going to start alienating the 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 parts of the population that you in effect need to actually prosecute people down the road uh, for homicides or whatever it might be, you've just made the job for homicide detectives that's that much worse. Brad Garrett, crime and terrorism analyst from ABC. Brad, now that you've seen the Tyree Nichols footage, what are your insights on what it reveals from these four different body cam angles? So this is sort of a classic. They, they make a car stop, and I'm not sure why they do, but they had some pretext. So they stopped the car and, you know, the video is difficult to watch from an analysis standpoint because it's not clear. You have so many officers yelling at Tyree, at least at some point. I'm sure he was confused because he kept asking, why did you stop me and why do you want me to get out of the car? And of course, he didn't get out of the car, so they jerked him out of the car. Then he wouldn't 
uh, you know, comply with being arrested because they haven't told him why they're arrested him, or at least I can't hear that they're saying anything about that. And then he gets away from them and he runs. And at that point, I can tell you based on how they were so aggressive at the beginning of this, that they were going to probably beat him once they found him. And obviously, sadly, they did. I want to ask you about a Gallup poll that's been out. Uh, you're a former FBI agent. Your Twitter says, champion of competent law enforcement. The poll shows that for the first time since it was instituted in 1994, it's a Gallup poll, less than half of Americans wholeheartedly trust police. That seems awfully problematic for a country based on rules and laws. Oh, there, there is no doubt. I mean, and it goes to the heart of why the homicide clearance rate in reality is about 50 percent. So half the homicides in the country don't get solved. And a lot of that is driven by, well, a number of of reasons or issues. But the big one is getting people in the community to help you, witnesses, people who know the shooter, uh, so forth and so on, won't talk to you. Um, and so these cases go unsolved. And so people feel like, and the, obviously videos like this one, you know, drive people the other direction. Even if they don't live in these neighborhoods where violence is a problem day in and day out, it just, it, it destroys the, tr- you know, the trust of police. And, you know, if you investigate cases, I mean, I've investigated homicides for, you know, 25 plus years. If you can't get people to help you, no matter what is the nature or type of the case, you know, you're in real trouble. It limits a lot the evidence that you can have against somebody. And sometimes if you don't have witnesses or people have who have direct information about a shooter and what he's done or not done, um, you may not be able to make the case. Hey, Brad, we've only got a minute, but I find myself thinking about and worried about that statistic. How do we get back to people trusting law enforcement? How does law enforcement earn that trust back? And then I think about, you know, in the 1960s and in other times in our history, there have been similar periods where law enforcement uh, was not trusted like we all hope they will be. Are you optimistic we'll get back to a better place? Well, one would hope. I mean, it sort of breaks down. I'm being simplistic, but that what I'm about to say is very complex. It, it boils down to who you hire, how you train them, and how much you pay them. And all of those have issues as far as is there even money to pay them more. Uh, We train cops far less than most other developed countries do as far as becoming a police officer, an FBI agent, whatever it might be. And that's really needs to change. Brad Garrett is ABC's news crime terrorism analyst based in the nation's capital. Brad, we're always a little smarter when you've been with us. Thanks for hanging out. You're welcome. Take care, John.